Ben, Dave, welcome uh, to the podcast today. Look, just a word before um, Lester gets here. He's going to ask you for some free tickets. Not don't. Really. Don't don't do yeah, it. He's just gonna he's just gonna scalp him. Let's yeah. be honest. Really? Okay. Yeah, wow. he's oh, a dodgy wow. cat. And also, yeah. if he asks you for money to appear on the podcast, you don't have to pay him. It goes to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Lester, oh. <laughs> Dave, Ben, what a pleasant surprise! Hey, um, man, any free tickets for the shows coming up? Or Comedy on Edge presents the chat show. We're live in the Chippendale Hotel. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. Joining me on sound is Ryan. Special comments, Crawford. How are you, buddy? I'm really good, Mark. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We've put you in the hot seat today. We've we've lashed out slash borrowed an expensive sound system. Yes, indeed. How's it feel working with you know? I mean, you've got amateurs in me and Lester, <laughs> but this sound system it's worth a pretty penny. Yeah, no, it's um it's very impressive. <laughs> I've never seen so many knobs and dials, um, <laughs> but uh, but there you go. We're getting through it. I think we can all hear each other, well, so that's the good. The proof will be in the pudding if this episode comes out. If yes, not, yes, it will we be. May, we may get an expensive sound guy to go with an expensive yeah, yeah. sound system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So right. speaking, you're you're at the higher end of our sound guy spectrum. At the other end, yes. the way lower end, Lester Diamond. How are you? That's debatable, but I'm well. Um, no, it's not. When you say sound system, I was picturing a ghetto blaster with like anti-hiss, but it looks like an actual mixing desk. And that's why you're on the lower end of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Statements like that just made me go, why did I ever put you on sound? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Get a, a ghetto blaster. We've got, as well as having Ryan and Les, we've got two special guests. It's their first time on the podcast, and they're about to do their first Sydney Fringe Festival. Joining us are Ben Squires. How are you, Ben? Yeah, really good. Thanks for having me. No, thank you. And your partner in crime, or... Maybe crime, I don't know. David McNevin, how are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me. So the show, is there, is there any criminal element to it? Look, there may be. Uh, there may be. It's going to be uh, criminally funny. <laughs> now, now, we should, should explain. It's the Sydney Fringe Festival. What's the show? Well, it's uh, basically uh, Ben and myself. It's called Ben and Dave Go to the Factory. Yeah. And, um, is there any factory in particular? Or just you rock up to factories, go, it's a factory. Uh, yeah, it's the factory theatre in Marrickville. Oh, uh, yeah. Marrickville, nice. And which room are you in? in? We're in the container. The container, container. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're, if you're thinking, I haven't been to a live comedy show, and I know there's a few of you out there, go along, check these guys. I've seen them do spots. They're funny guys. The container is pretty much what it is. It is a shipping container <laughs> turned into a theatre. Yeah. And it's, it's quite a good room. It's like, fucking it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It yeah, really yeah. is. And it'd be a great place to do a crime, because what you could do is, because when you're locked in the container... One of you guys could distract it while the other sort of crawl because it goes pitch black. Crawl around just rifling through bags. Yeah, well, that's that's the plan. No, that's no. not. <laughs> yeah. Containers are always for you know for any movie buffs out there. Containers are always where the arms deals go down. Like in Hollywood movies, yeah. there's always the shipping container. There's always the arms deal. It's true. The shady mobsters who like own the own the docks, like selling weapons to gangsters and stuff like that. So I guess yeah. what you just said, Ryan, is there's a guarantee you guys on your opening night, Lester Diamond will be at the container. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just fleecing yeah. people as they come in. Yeah, hopefully not heckling. But uh, <laughs> I think the container's got a rich history of comedy. It was like Russian sex trade girls was doing stand-up in there for years ago and uh, it's brought into the factory and <laughs> yeah. you guys are continuing that torch. <laughs> That's who we're following, yeah. <laughs> the show it's always, before. It's always good to follow the Russian sex. Yeah. It's a rich tapestry. Yeah, yeah. A rich tapestry. Well, that was in our specifications. Yeah. <laughs> so what date are the shows on, guys? Uh, we're doing three shows, one on the 23rd, one on the 25th, and one of the on the... Uh, 27th of September. The first two ones are at 9.30pm and the last one's at 830 So there you go, guys. Grab tickets to that show. It's a, is it Tuesday, trip. Thursday and Saturday or something? It's Wednesday, a Wednesday, Friday, Friday Sunday. and su- Sunday. I'll yeah. be there opening night. Yeah, oh, yep. thank yeah, you. Yeah, You're not definitely. at the factory. Just he's, yeah, yeah. he's got a job collecting tickets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get back in the container. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, guys, if you're listening, I'd recommend this one. Yeah, yeah there yeah, you go. Well, it's also a first because it's your first time on the podcast. You guys are doing your first. Now, this is a split show. Yeah. Ryan last year did a split show and he's moved on to his first solo show, Ryan. Yes, I have. I have. I'm doing a show called Damage Control. First time on stage for an hour by myself. So is it a case of fun. you telling tales of how you fixed up dodgy sound jobs that Lester has done? Like, it's <laughs> your Lester Diamond's Damage yeah. Control? Yeah, no, it's a whole hour of audio nerd bullshit. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to fucking love it. There's a huge demand for that out there. <laughs> That's right. As a niche. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a niche. Yeah, yeah. And what date? to you on? 
Uh, I'm on the 29th of uh, September, the 1st and the 3rd of October, 7pm, in the container as well, actually, oh, so yeah. Geez. I will be there probably on the 1st, I'm busy on the 3rd, is the 3rd a Saturday? The 3rd's a Saturday. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. AFL Grand Final. Day. I will be there protesting yeah. two days before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you in the container or? I think it was you that told me, yeah, I am, I'm in the container, I think it was you who told me first of the AFL final was on for my, my closing night on a Saturday and that could explain the low ticket sales at this stage. I'm going to have to do a promo for it. Uh, but the AFL one's on during the day, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. There's drinking involved. There is. There's there is. Drinking and comedy. You can come down to see I don't know. Yeah. You brought yeah. anyone here AFL? I know Lester's anti-AFL. Everybody in Sydney in comedy and the arts is an AFL fan. It's fucking amazing. It's yeah. because we're, we can actually speak conversations. So <laughs> we, can speak, we can speak conversations. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'm just demonstrating. <laughs> just demonst- demonstrably speaking yeah. conversations right there. Yeah, absolutely. What are you boys, AFL fans? Uh, my old man's a Hawthorne supporter, so I generally... Are you from Melbourne? No, no. I don't know why he goes for them, to well, be honest. Uh, yeah, they're not... It's a weird... It's, a, like, it's other, quite a strange. I think when he was uh, growing up, they were having a decent period. Uh, good in day, the 80s, they had maybe. Michael Tuck, who was, he had a long sleeve. Leave shirt on with a singlet. Yeah, that could well be the cause. Is it the, the Jason Dunstall Dermot Burton era, or uh, I'm not too sure. How old yeah. are you, yeah. man? Because like I'm trying to date this now. Fifty uh, something. 50, I believe. No, where yeah. he would have been uh, like Hawthorne. Like Hawthorne are a great club. Um, they beat my club in a grand final, but we won't talk about that twice. Um, <laughs> but they, because um, they had like the 80s, they dominated. This this decade, they're dominating. And yeah. I think, yeah, they've had like the 70s, 60s. Like, they've always had, I think they've got some stat where Hawthorne has won a premiership in every decade. Like there's yeah. some insane thing. So which club do you support? Geelong, and, the greatest and, team and, of all. And which grand final did they get beaten in? 89, 2008. And did it hurt? It still does. <laughs> it, it, it's, 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 it's probably, to put it in perspective, Ryan, it's yes. that same feeling you get when you log on and check your ticket sales for the Saturday night. <laughs> yes, yes, it's the same oh, feeling you get no. when a Wanderers fan set fire to the grandstand. Get a flare out. I don't know, technically, I don't know in the stadium. But um, someone explained to me why they were, one player used to wear the long sleeve shirt and everyone had singlets on. I never no, because no, well, no, it depends. Like Jimmy Bartel, our player, he wears the long sleeve. Like, they genuinely wear the long sleeves when it's wet because the sleeve gives you a bit more grip on the ball like so your arms because your arms get wet it's easier to hold the ball it's just yeah wet weather football you put the long sleeves on there's plenty of fucked up uniforms in world sport baseball springs to mind NFL baseball yeah but but AFL is outrageous what with the pads and everything no, just the look of it. It's like a singlet and like little hot pants. It's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you don't rip someone in a tackle. Like you don't grab the... Yeah, the I know. It's, it's skin like, tight so you can't grab No one it. complains that the netballers wear skin tight they used to. They used to, wear, they used to wear quite baggy jerseys in, in soccer, but then they, they all moved to reasonably skin yeah. tight jerseys now. Yeah, so you can't, you can't pull their shirts anymore. The same with yeah. rugby. Yeah, they yeah. used to Yeah, they used to wear baggy baggy clothes and then they wear skin <laughs> You look at a French rugby union, they look like Tour de France <laughs> contestants. <laughs> it's just like just lycra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if like the sort of end like the next level is just going to be a one piece just like a rowing zoot suit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think Kathy Freeman was ahead of the curve like what she won when she won the Olympics no one else yeah, is, tried, I, thought that was, no, no, I thought no, that was no, bizarre that, yeah. no one mentioned it either because it was such a big I, moment it's yeah. like she's wearing a fucking condom, condom yeah. <laughs> everybody loved it yeah no but condoms that's what I was about to say like surely rugby league and rugby they're going to get to the stage where they just fucking put on a bit of uh, everyone bit knows of, that yeah. they wear condoms in rugby yeah. league just going to put a body sized condom on lots of lubes Slip through those tackles. Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we say that? Like, you know, no one's done that since Kathy Freeman. Have we won an athletics medal since? Yeah, yeah, um, Sally Pearson, one Sally Pearson. Yeah, Sally oh, Pearson. Okay. Did she also won best abs in the world. Yeah, six yeah. years running. Yeah. Did you remember when she first won? What was it? Was it silver? Like a first medal? And her interview when she won it? No, I don't remember. This that. is one of the greatest. Look it up. I'll post it on the Edge Facebook page. But it's just like. Just so Aussie. She's like, she's cool. oh my God, I did it. This is amazing. And like, I'm yeah, it is. Another impersonation there. But yeah, she's, re- yeah, it was just one of those funny things. Like when you guys, when you, you know, opening night when you sell out, I reckon you'll have that reaction when we interview you after the show. How was it? Oh my God, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. did I'm they make, throw stuff? <laughs> I'm actually wearing a one piece. I picture it now, Ben and David like out of breath, <laughs> holding a bunch of flowers like the figure skaters. <gasps> It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, the bunch of flowers for the figure skaters. Fuck, that shits me. That really annoys me. I love it. Me. No, I hate um, it. That's all sit down and wait for your scores and hand a flower. It's just, it's just ridiculous. But it's a beautiful young girl with this like, hard-faced uh, Eastern European coach next to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
goodness. Ice skating. You're setting me up there. Sport sport. When I think flowers, I think she used to give me roses. I think prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Long-term listeners will get that reference, oh, no. but we might move on. Now, yes, before, yes. before the podcast, you dropped a little kernel of information, Mr. Squires. You went, where'd you go to school? Uh, oh, I attended school at Alfred's <laughs> Point Primary. No, no, I think more high school. Oh, well, no, it, it, he went to that oh, as well. Oh, you yeah, went? So, oh, okay. Yeah, and then I uh, successfully graduated from Menai High a few years later. And, uh, yeah, one of my schoolmates was Australian cricket captain on newly... Cute in wait. He's next test, he's cricket Next captain. test, uh, Stephen Smith. Oh, wow, yeah. well done. There you go. So Well done. Well done. Well done. Yeah, well, But does that, like, I mean, I don't know, do you go to your school reunions? Uh, we haven't had one yet, so... They're only young, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I went to my school reunion recently, and... Like I were like I went to a school where all my mates, all the guys I went to school with, are lawyers, doctors, high income earners. But as a comic and writer, I've got the best job. Yeah. I'm so far below them in pay. But everyone's like, "Oh, your job's cool. Your job's cool. Have you seen my new house? Your job's cool." And now have you you, you would have been thinking that coming up to your your reunion, thinking I'm a comic fringe fest. You would have taken a fly. Oh yeah, this is me, my show. Yeah, but I- now it's going to be like. Yeah. It's really interesting how the rise of Stephen Smith has sort of uh, coincided with the decline of Ben Square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'll go to the Year Ten reunion. He was a good. I, I mean, we didn't really have. Too you weren't much. in the same circle. Or? We, we didn't really run in the same circles, and I think uh, towards the end of his high school career, he was off playing cricket yeah. for a lot of the time. So, so in about ten years' time, when he's like doing that thing that captains do, hanging on for grim death, and everyone's going, "Why don't you fucking just quit? Why don't they get rid of him?" That's when your career will be on the up. And <laughs> yeah, up. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But is, is he the type of guy like like how big a year was your year? Was it a hundred? Uh, it would have been over a hundred, I think. Was it, was it a sort of guy school. like you'd walk along the corridors, go, "G'day, Smithy," and he go, "Hey, Ben," or was it sort of like, "Oh, not even give, that." No, yeah. no, you, yeah. like you guys just didn't. We just ran in different circles. But did you have yeah. any classes? Tell me, he like, wasn't like a, a Biff Tannen style bully or eighties bully. Like. <laughs> I think he'd been a nice guy, wouldn't he? Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a nice guy. I don't think it was a bully. He seems so intense when I he's playing, though. Like he's got yeah. this like, steely glare, which I love in a captain, mind you. But, but he's um, facing someone bowling at 140 oh, yeah. kilometres an hour. How, how could he be mean? The guy's got a face like a yeah, no, five-year-old. He looks like a cherub. But, I mean, he you, you just don't know, but he's like high-powered athletes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we went to primary school, we had a great year of uh, really good cricket players, and I think they made the state championships or something. But Steve was always the guy who was that much better than everybody else. So he was the dude. Yeah, because we had... He was um, always the dude. I remember it's funny. Like, our school, we had um, we had a guy who swimming wise, he lapped people like it was just the swimming carnivals. He was in our house because we had a house, and as soon as he dived in, we'd just be chatting easy, easy. He was that damn good. Yeah. But we got the reality check. You saying you went to school Easy E? Easy, yeah. He's a massive swimmer. Compton High over here. <laughs> but he, um, but I remember like maybe around the Olympics. It was a couple of years after I left school. I saw this guy in the Olympic trials. They televised it. His name was Bo, and I said, "Oh, Bo's on TV." And I thought he's going to win this easily because I just remember him dominating the thing. Yeah. And he came dead last in the heat. He didn't even qualify, and I'm like, "How good um, are they that they it's can a beat big this? pool?" See, so at least pool. in your like, did you play <laughs> cricket or? Uh, the only times I would have played against him would have been in PE or something like that. But, like, that. was it something like, you're like, oh, I don't mind a game? Uh, I used, to, I played for a couple of years. I wasn't very good. Was but a, see, now, now you can say, oh, look, I would, I, I would have been our number four batsman, but, you know, Steve Smith. Oh, well, that's certainly what I tell people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what, I, I mean, I would be using this on the marketing. Are you Facebook friends with him? Uh, I don't think we're even Facebook friends. But the thing is... But I know wow. people who are Facebook friends. So you've got friends mutual friends. friends. I, mean, I, know know friends. <laughs> I know some people. <laughs> I know some people. <laughs> I just know Steve Smith. Um, but he's, he started off as a leg spinner. He was going to be the, um, the guy to take over from Warney. So he wasn't even really a great batsman when he was coming through until about three years ago. So maybe he wasn't the golden boy until recently. No, I think, I think to get... Generally when you get... Because he played cricket pretty young he would have been good like you can't yeah he was always marketed uh, uh, as like a batting all-rounder I think right. it was yeah. a bit out of left field and they tried to get him in as a spinner was it yeah, yeah. okay but I mean I'm so happy that he's I like the best batsman in the world talk. It's so <laughs> we, we, we have a guy who knows yeah. personally the cricket yeah, captain no he's just said like five times that he didn't even fucking move it's <laughs> <laughs> a major character yeah, 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 yeah. there's still They're a chance <laughs> I can message him on Facebook hey Steve yeah, yeah. your good mate Ben Squires yeah. said you'd be keen to do a friend live podcast yeah no that'll work so I wouldn't mind having him on the podcast Podcast. I think we could have a good chat with him. Well, well I went to school with, with Big <laughs> Willie Mason, so I mean, really? I should be getting adulation. We've done what a hundred make that happen, Ben? Finally <laughs> that. Yeah, we'll see if he responds to my friend request first. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's been Twenty-four months, but yeah. for a friend request with a comment, stop walking across your stumps. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> just send, send him a clip from Entourage and go, Turtle here. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turtle. yeah. <laughs> That's well, pretty good. You went, hang on, get back. Every, see, every week I ask Ryan and that and the guys, and you guys, I said, what would you like to talk about? We do this every week. Lester's traditional response is, Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then he just drops, I went to school with Willie Mason. We have name-dropped Willie Mason on the podcast, and you've never said this before? Well, I thought it was common knowledge. Everyone knew I was the man, but um, (laughs) obviously not. Were you you in the same year? Yeah, I grew up with him. and um, Were you mates? Yeah. I wouldn't say we were besties, but like he, he introduced me to NWA, so you know that, that really suits my persona. And the wrestling or the, <laughs> the, the rap group? <laughs> the rap group. I didn't but, know um, that you went to school with him. No, he's a good bloke too. Oh, well, because if yeah. I told my Willie Mason story on the podcast... I don't know if you have. My first ever... When I started comedy, my second gig, it was rock... And I was, it was New Comics Night at the Comedy Store, which they used to do on a Wednesday night. And I was on, and it was around the time the Coffs Harbour furor was on stage, was happening. And I op- my opening joke was, what do the Bulldogs and potato chips have in common? They both come in packs. <laughs> it killed except for one part of the audience. And then I thought I'll follow it up. Why does Willie Mason cry after having sex? His mates didn't show up. <laughs> High class gear. And then I'm backstage, I'm having fun. And then the sound guy goes, you know he's in the audience, don't you? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Was, so, I'm sure we would have had a laugh at that. I, I didn't. I just locked myself in until the crowd was coming. I'm like, I'm not yeah. going to. Because he's a big dude. Was yeah. he always like big? Or? Yeah, his brother's even bigger. His brother's like, it's like, like legendary hard man of Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. I was like six, in, seven. What hard man? Criminal hard man. Yeah, like, caught, caught well, the direction. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, the Newcastle Woodsman. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's known for. There's a reason his career never took off. They didn't want him. <laughs> no, nah, you're not going in the back row of the scrum yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Guys would come up to Newcastle. He's a, he's a bouncer at like the biggest club in Newcastle. And like, his, his uh, name's Les. And the guys would drive in from out of, out of town and go, where's Les? And then they'd go to the alley and fight. And he'd knock them out and they'd have to drive home. <laughs> That's like, yeah. <laughs> in Newcastle, it's a big deal like, who's the hardest like, he was the hardest he was the hardest <laughs> excellent it's, it's actually there's quite a lot in common NRL players and bouncers really isn't it it's oh, definitely of, it's kind of the same thing just one what's has, his name one has um, fingers thumbs Hopawati Hopawati oh, yeah. he's yeah. a bouncer fingers Hopawati he's a bouncer <laughs> and a security guard I wouldn't say that he doesn't love that nickname but <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How much shit do you reckon he has got over the years? Well, under his fingernails? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. There uh, you go. Industrial. What about you, Dave? Eddie? Where'd you go to school? I went to uh, Aloysius in uh, Milsons Point. Oh, wow. Oh, you went to the Ritzy? And you would have gone to someone. Now, tell me, is that the, the, the Bing Crosby hat? Uniform or is that Shaw? No, that's Shaw. Yeah, Shaw has the frisbee hats. We didn't. We we had the long socks, but uh, no hats. Good lord! Ah, so you're yeah. in Saint Aloysius. You see, so you'd think that'd be where Steve Smith went to school. I I went to school with uh, Bernard Foley. Is okay, that, he's the five eight in the in the Wallabies. Sorry, oh, yeah, sorry. We'll, we'll go back to Ben Foley. Why would you think that's where Steve Smith would go to school? It's a private school. They have private schools genuinely have better cricket facilities than public schools. Now, most public schools don't have... Because it costs a lot of money to have a turf wicket. Only private schools... And genuinely... Never never knew Mark was an elitist. Well, that's a private school, right? You know, but the other thing private schools do is they see talented cricket players and they offer them scholarships because it makes their school look better. That's, that's true. pretty fair. Yeah, no, like, they do. We yeah. weren't really a sporting school. No, no, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you got a lot this. of them do like the, you know, the river views. And yeah, the, Scots and Scots, all Scots, that. Yeah. yeah, they do that. They buy the... Yeah. Anyway, back play. to Mr. Foley. What were you saying? Oh, yeah, just that I, I was in the same uh, year as him in Allos. But, uh, yeah. It's, Excellent. Allos. Steve Smith. Oh, sorry. <laughs> thought I was amongst uh, Are fellow Aloysians. <laughs> Are you Facebook friends with him? I am, yeah. See, Facebook. there you go. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. See, maybe I should just throw the lifeline out to Steve. Maybe I would ready. do it. Like, I would... See, it's probably a bit late now. Now that he's got captain, he'd be... I'd imagine he's got people around him looking for people to be... You know, like I'd imagine Lester's sent a friend request out to him to see how he can fleece him. <laughs> like, you know, like he would be, you'd be wary about hangers, but you'd be just like, just send him, send him a message saying something like, "I'm a stand-up comedian now. I don't know if you knew, yeah. and uh, yeah, that, yeah. and uh, and I can like help you write some sledges and stuff for uh, no, no, you know, all that right. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what do you want I can to help do? with his batting action as well. <laughs> you, want to, you want to just send him it, like, because I and one thing I hate people who just send friend requests. Like, if I if I genuinely don't know you. I just, I won't answer it. But you should just send him a message to go, hey, Steve, Ben here. We used to go to, congrats on all that. Um, as you may not know, I'm doing some stand-up comedy, man. You ever in town, you want to see a show, hit me up. 
and yeah, um, hope to see you, all the best, something like that, yeah. because then he, he might contact you, oh, you know, I'm in town, and I'm pretty sure you could ring around and we could get some tickets for something. I mean, if Steve Smith wants to see a show, yeah. you know, you, you, could make, you could just ring up the comedy store, like, Steve, he wants to make, see a show, that, that'd accommodate him. Yeah, I suppose so I could just invite him to an open mic I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Steve Smith and his partner. Yeah, yeah. He's surrounded wow. by 20 different open mic just, just Tell him he'll be a VIP at a, com- <laughs> at a comedy gala <laughs> and he shows up in his open mic. Hey, hey Steve, workshop starts at six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when are you on, Ben? Yeah. 37. Yeah. <laughs> You're cool to stay around. <laughs> Fourth bracket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fourth innings. Yeah, yeah. Should be a good night. I've got lots of great comics on tonight. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, just don't worry, mate. It's oh, I don't need to put your name on the door. Just give a donation as you go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, who knows? This could be the start of a beautiful you friendship. Never know. He could have been like he could have just been like, oh, Ben, I remember him and he may have some memory of you and him. You might have had a conversation at some sort you've forgotten about. And he yeah. might be like you could have been the one that gave him a bit of advice, you know. Oh, you know, I know you like your batting, uh, your bowling, Steve. But you know, work on your batting, mate. It's yeah, a- yeah. Well, let's break it down. Australian cricketers aren't the most worldly-looking characters. Like they're always, you know, like the Foo Fighters and like you know, Under the Southern South- Stars, whatever the fuck that song is. <laughs> and um, I don't think they'd be into like sort of trendy comedy. I think they'd be more like your Carl Barron. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, I like Carl on, Barron. Nothing, Come on, yeah, no, no, there's nothing. Carl's a great comic. Fuck no, earth but- is, but. I just don't think they'd be into the uh, underground <laughs> comedy. The, 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 inner, the inner westy comedy scene, is that what imagine you're like, to say? Imagine, imagine Steve, Steve like rolling up for some anti-comedy. I just don't see it. <laughs> he's, he's into really like dark humor. Maybe, maybe he could be. Yeah. Well, I, reckon, so I reckon he'd be a Mitch Head. Like, he was good with the one-liners. Like, you know, he Steve. just from the World Cup. Oh, yeah, right. I reckon yeah. he, they're, the, they're the sort of lines that don't just come from, you know, sitting in the nets all day. <laughs> Seems like a good, like, if you're team is batting and you know you're not on for like five or six and the people in are doing relatively well they just put on a comedy album oh definitely I reckon if you're a cricket player you've got to have a good fucking sense of humour otherwise you just go insanely bored it's so fucking boring if you're in the outside sorry how do you explain Ian (laughs) Chappell he's the world's angriest human being (laughs) (laughs) well because he plays cricket (laughs) it's because his brother his little brother was better than him yeah true it must must hurt yeah is he the one that ended up being Commentator Ian Chappell, yeah. yeah, right. I would just say, like, he's angry, like, he's got an opinion on everything, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's and sometimes he's right, sometimes he's wrong, yeah, but, yeah, he's just, yeah. But have you read, he's actually funnily enough, you talk about them not being the most worldly. Ian Chappell wrote a book where Chappelle speaks out, where he actually, no, he actually attacks the government over our treatment of asylum seekers, yeah, right. Like, that's not something that I would, this is maybe he's in the comedy then, yeah, yeah, what do you, <laughs> oh, gee, he likes dark material. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think of that though, people from different fields, like getting into political discussions? Like... I think if it helps expand the conversation, great, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's someone, I mean, he's in his 70s, he's traveled the world, is he really? Chapel, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe sixties. We're 70s. still threatening to bash him both. Of them. They're going to be fucking seventy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, or oh, maybe sixties. But he's of that. Like he's at that stage. He's got worldly experience. He's travelled the world. He probably has something to offer. I mean, I reckon most people like. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of people being qualified before they speak about really sort of detailed things. But having said that, like everyone has a right to sort of say something these days, of course. But. Um, but when things happen like uh, Looney, I don't know if you saw this the other day. Oh, anti-vaxxer. Yeah, Looney pulls out a cartoon about like where he's basically supporting the anti-vax movement, which is just like, I was just like, what the hell? Just stick to drawing your whimsical like moons. Well, no, no, in his, with Looney, he has a history of tackling, like apparently, because I, I saw someone was trashing him online and someone entered the debate and they said, look, Looney historically... His com- cartoons were comments he dealt with AIDS when that was yeah. um, like suicide mental health so he has a history of going usually his opinions are popular this case it's batshit crazy well yeah. Ryan I would never esteem my vagina if it wasn't a Gwyneth Paltrow so <laughs> <laughs> what about yeah I, I, what about you guys is your any any con are you going to open up with a bit about how you're pro anti-vaxxers at your show Oh, my stuff's generally pretty fluffy. Like, <laughs> I don't really deal with the big issues. Yeah, I'm not particularly hard-hitting. But that being said, who knows? <laughs> Have who you knows considered asking Looney to open for you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting a bit of his needle He's work. not returning our emails. Yeah, he's so. not. Are <laughs> you Facebook are. friend requests? Uh, not as yet. He what does... about, have you th- going back to it, Bernard oh. Foley or Steve Smith, I want to ask them if they want to do five. That would I mean, be... You never know, Smithy. I mean, 
Darren Lehman, the Australian cricket captain, he may, he starts every day of a test match. One of the team has to tell a joke. You could be Smithy's joke. I love him as coach. He's the best. Yeah, he's boof. I actually met him at the Art House Hotel once. He was doing a 4X uh, gold promo. <laughs> he was walking around meeting and greeting. He was a legend. <laughs> yeah, he's... um. Yeah, so you met Boof. Was he on the cans or...? Um, I was on the cans, you were on the unfortunately, cans. so the behaviour was unpleasant. But no, if you, like, see the Australian cricket team, they have to tell a joke each day. If you okay. thought of maybe, maybe sending him some gear, gear, hey, Smithy, I've got a couple of lines for you. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. you should, eh? Maybe, yeah. would you, would, do, they, um, do they actually outsource their joke writing, or do they actually... Well, I, I mean, imagine <laughs> it's a case of, you know, he's, like... It's a case of they'd have to Google everyone. Yeah. And, like, I mean, imagine, imagine you know, Davey Warner's not sitting there going, okay, we, and I'm, I'm writing, <laughs> why did the chicken cross the road? Because <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a bash him. No, that I, won't work. I'm I probably. suppose it's, it wouldn't be the first uh, Australian celebrity I've sent unsolicited jokes to, so. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> 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 that but, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I guess, I don't know, a lot of it's probably in the delivery, and could I really convey to Smithy, you know, the nervous exasperation. I write for other comedians, so it's not, all you've got to do is watch some of his interviews, learn his cadence, and then go, okay. Like, I, I can't think of, I watched, actually saw him today, he did a press conference, but I can't think of his voice. But I'd imagine, you know, he's captain, you could do a bit of, he seems like he'd do a bit of self-deprecating gear. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that system's good until someone opens with Nick Sun's Philip Hughes joke. <laughs> <laughs> For those listeners who don't know Nick Sun, Nick Sun's a comedian in Sydney. He's he's a great comedian. He won Royal Comedy, and he's a very funny guy. And yeah, he for some reason decided to open in Perth. We shouldn't really be telling <laughs> stories about Nick because he's not going to be on the podcast. Well, I'm just he's, saying, in, he's in Nepal at the moment. It would be funny if there's on the Australian cricket team joke system. No, it would not. I really, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're going to get blocked by Smithy if you send through a joke about Phil Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Have you thought of using this one? <laughs> yeah, no, taking the liberty of uh, sending you some jokes. They're all dead teammates, mate. But what if it? But what if it? Like. If you were writing those jokes, imagine if it got out that that this guy was out was getting uh, comedians to write his jokes for him. Oh, that would be controversial. Be scandal. I think. Yeah, strange be a cricket captain doesn't scandal, do his own yeah. material. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's stealing. <laughs> but jokes. I'd ima- like I'd imagine that the guys who are doing jokes, like the Australian cricket team at the moment, I don't think they're doing original material. I don't think Buff said, "Right, guys." You got to do a tight five minutes <laughs> before the set. So, like, I've I've done a lot yeah. of gigs. Everyone, you guys have done a lot of gigs. I haven't seen you. Everyone's got to um, go on the uh, comedy writing course before we go on tour now. <laughs> so, yeah. I haven't yeah. ever seen Mitch Stark <laughs> dropping in to do five at Edge on yeah. the Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Just judging them for their five. This is so derivative. <laughs> <laughs> See, I imagine that'd be like a, such a great thing if the joke was well, like a decent joke. But could you imagine if they just said something obscene and got no reaction? It's like, all right, boys, out to play. Yeah. <laughs> Way, way to go out in a high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine that. Actually, that's a lot of pressure telling a joke before you go out to play cricket. It's like yeah. you just die. You feel bad about yourself. It's like going bad a hundred. <laughs> imagine if it's like really competitive, like comedy, and someone does a yeah. I was overseas and heard an Australian accident. You know, <laughs> been done, mate. Down to death. Yeah. Yeah. Like competing for spots. Like, can I get that first? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for that for that Ashes test. Can yeah. I? Well, what if like you know like <laughs> they start going to the captain acting like Ivan Mike. Yeah. It's the like captain's getting check, emails. Check, check and get on. Check and get on. <laughs> Yeah. Any chance I could do 10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've got a new bit I want to work on. But imagine, though, like if one of them started doing a joke and the punchline fell flat and then one of the other teammates just chipped in with a save, like, oh, that's what she said, or something like that, and they got a big laugh. I'd be fucking spewing. It. It's like the alternative bowler or something. It's his backup. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I think we should go with him yeah, now. Yeah. That's probably how Peter Siddle got the spot in the last test. They, they he was just a great tag. They finally give the 12th man to the actual 12th man. Just, 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 to bring up, just to bring up the standard a bit. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. After the factory, you've got a big career. Because the other thing, this might lead to other work. If you're his joke writer, one, who's the vice captain, Warner? Warner might go, oh, it works for Smithy. Hey, Betty, you give me some gear. Yeah, I mean, there's only so many people on a touring party. If a couple of people get injured, maybe. Like Steve, now that I think it's by law that one, it started with Steve War, went to Ricky, and then it went to Michael Clark. Now that he's captain, he has to make the captain's diary. 
Okay. So it might be a case of, oh, Ben, by, you know my voice. Can you just write? By you know? law. Well, it's, it's, I think it's part of the job. <laughs> it's, it's in the Australian Crime Act. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't we have a referendum? I'm pretty sure there's more chance of us going to a referendum to change the constitution over that than there is marriage equality without that. So, yeah, no. Yeah, that's that's well, it might be a ghost. Like, you could be a writer. Like, you know, it'd be so a handy thing to beef up my portfolio. Steve well, Smith's Ashes Diary sure? by Ben Squares. <laughs> 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 You know, I'm sure he goes, mate, I played a game of golf today with Boof. Throw in an anecdote. The other day I scored 100. It was yeah. so, so. You, you do the gear, you do it, you know. Yeah, you do, um, a, whole, do a whole chapter on the trouble with Warner. <laughs> <laughs> you can segue into, you know, you're talking about your fringe show. Oh, my, while I was in the middle, I was thinking of my mate Ben who was, you know, facing his first fringe show. And I thought, this isn't tough, you know, scoring runs, but making people laugh. And there you go. Yeah, that's... Two chapters. Already. It is about. Time. I know. We wish we could write Steve Smith's book the way we're going. Absolutely. It is about time cricketers started giving us comedians more credit. It's <laughs> <laughs> true for their success. That's true. <laughs> it is true. For too long, they've been holding us back. <laughs> yeah. Well, boys, what we're going to before we start drafting Smithy's um, tour, Ashes Tour Diary, we have it's time for our regular segment. Now, I know you guys are listening, and I gave you the briefing. We have one regular segment on this show. It's Ryan's random question. So Ryan's going to ask some random questions. So get. Don't worry, it's not like, you know, general knowledge or where does Steve Smith live or anything, actually. <laughs> or, who, or who would you turn gay <laughs> yeah, for or anything like that. Yeah, it's really, it's just some, so just, there's, there's no wrong answers except for what Lester says. So yeah. let's get Ryan to show you some questions. Sure. but uh, you know, Before we start. Yeah, we have to uh, have the theme music. Really? Yeah. What do Ryan sucks us. Ryan's random questions. Who told you about that? Yeah. Okay. I've uh, seen them. I've, Steve Smith tweeted me. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, now, yeah. so oh, now Steve Smith. He follows me on Twitter. <laughs> Actually, before we get into that, yeah. do you guys have any fa- uh, non comedian? Do you have any famous people following you on Twitter? Uh, no. 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 Yeah, other than McNevin. Have. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the lead singer of Eskimo Joe. Oh, that's oh wow. That's I don't know good. how either. I don't. It's like, oh, wow. That's that dude. Well, he's obviously a fan he, of the book. He, 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 he likes Q&A or something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Question number one. They are planning to build a pool in London that has a glass bottom and it's suspended 115 feet in the air between two buildings. Would you actually swim in it? Is that the David Blaine Memorial Pool? Or <laughs> <laughs> they should call it that. You should, you should send that suggestion. More no, importantly, no. would just, you pee in that pool? Well, yeah, everyone would see the discoloration. I'd from swim. Below. I wouldn't be the first to swim in it, but I'd give it a crack. Oh, no, not a crack. That's you don't want a crack. You know, when I wrote this question, I was almost certain you'd be like, "No, no way." No. I, I it's like 115 feet off the floor. Like, like that's. You know, I thought you were afraid of heights. Yeah, but I mean, I'm thinking it's not. No, my fear of heights comes down to. My lack of faith in humanity to construct stuff. So that you're going to get in a pool constructed by humanity. It's not a natural... I'm not going to... Like I said, I'm not going to be the pool. first one in. I'm going to wait like probably six months till it's settled. Make sure the disaster doesn't strike straight away. And then, away. I mean, it'd be, it'd be like... Nah, I'd imagine if it fell, there'd be a lot of lives lost. So it wouldn't be like a Funniest Home Videos clip watching it. No, no, no. It doesn't matter to me whether it's in the air or the ground. I'm still embarrassed my, by my body, so I'm not going to get in. You get in there. What do you have to, how much would it... It would cost a fair bit, I imagine. Yeah, to, no. To, um, to, the, the article I read about it said that it was kind of going to be like straddling to you know, high, uh, high, highly affluent um, apartment buildings. So oh, right. it's like for... I don't think it's... it up between two slums. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be, um, you know, open to the public, actually. I think it's going to be, like, for the residents of these buildings. Yeah, but, but I reckon, like, they do. Like, I'd imagine when they open the building to sell it, they'd probably do some stunt, like have Michael Phelps and some other swimmer go, oh, we'll get... Because remember the... Dubai, when they had the helipad... Yeah. Sounds very dubai there, They yeah. had, like, Federer and Nadal play an exhibition match. Yeah, oh, right. So I'd imagine yeah. they'd do something like that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we could live podcast from it. We'll just live sit on the side of the like, pool. Live podcast. I reckon they should have had that ready in time for the London Olympics, actually. You could fit more seats around it. Yeah. <laughs> watch, the, watch, yeah. this, watch the swimming. Yeah. 3D but is seats it, all around. Is there a worse weather pattern to have at that pool? Like, <laughs> yeah. fucking just grey drizzle. It's all like fucking Acapulco. It's like that infinity pool in Singapore. Like, it's on the top of the building and you go to the edge and you're pretty much on the end yeah i like yeah. the those infinity pools look amazing like yeah anyway enough about pools okay. so we'd all uh, we agree would you guys swim in it 
Uh, I would not regularly, but just. For but you say, yeah. say someone said, "Oh, mate, you got to come try at my pool." Yeah. You're in London, you know. You, when you guys take off your career, you're doing the comedy store. I'll oh, come for a swim in the pool. It's yeah. you, you'd do it, Dave. Oh, I would definitely do it yeah. at once. I would, probably wouldn't. I, I don't think it's very practical to. If you were to move to London, and say you know you got a lot of cash because you need it if you want to live in London, and you rent a, would you rent in that? If there was say. Two buildings, like there's a building over the road that's got a normal pool, and this building, it's got that pool, and rents the same. Everything's the same. Would that sway your decision to buy an apartment? Actually, I think I would. I would do it for the for the novelty, but I I think I would prefer a regular pool yeah. Yeah. for the privacy. I don't want people yeah, under you, me you, looking you, at <laughs> up my pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's a pool in um, Sydney near the KFC on George Street. Go to the building next door. You look up, and you look up in the pool. So you regularly see people. You know that's how I met Lester. I'm just sitting. There. <laughs> <Yeah>. He's <laughs> perving. I'm like, dude, that's a middle aged Chinese dude. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> From the bottom, underwater, yeah. it's all fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. But then again, are you gonna? Are you gonna? Or put it another way, Lester. Would you go out of your way to just look up a hundred feet in the air to perv on people in the swimming pool? Couldn't give a fuck to be honest. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a wank. Yeah, it is. No, you'd have a one. I reckon whatever you do, you'd definitely not be wearing the loose boardies that day. You dive in and off they come and you're just swimming, <laughs> swimming around in the middle of London CBD. Yeah. You couldn't play water polo there. Like, imagine, you know, just throw on the ball, throw, oh, I missed it, and it just goes through. Actually, kill, water kill, polo. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's an idea. Water polo in that pool would be amazing because you know how underneath the water, like, yeah. there's so much shit going on you can't see on the Well, they used air. to, um, did you guys ever play or seen underwater hockey? No. Oh, you, do insane. you know what it is? I know what it is. Yeah. What so is it? what it is, you play in the shallow end of the pool and it's got like an ice hockey puck and you have these short, they're about probably the size of a ruler, like a hockey stick. And so you got snorkel. Oh, you, know, you don't have snorkels. You've got to dive down, score a goal. Like So you go down, you play, come out and breathe and like that. But I think it's in America, they actually have an underwater pool. So you Because underwater hockey, you can't watch it. Like you, you stand on the edge, you can see it. But they actually have an underwater pool, so you can watch. And it is insane. Like, I've seen video footage of the game. It's an insane game to watch. I reckon, like, seriously, that's the best evidence that there are just fucking enough sports now. Yeah. Just stop yeah. making yeah, new we, ones. Yeah, I'm, done. I'm done with it. Just <laughs> stop. Are we'll the referees? The ones yeah. that we have and, and putting them underwater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> are the referees going underwater as well to sort of regulate the game? Or do they just have to take everybody's <laughs> no, word the referee, for it? The referees <laughs> on the side of the pool. Like, there's, there's no rules. Like, there's yeah. no other than, you know, don't smash your opponent in the nose. It'd probably be a great sport to watch in maybe choppy water or something. <laughs> Put, a the ocean. Put a shark <laughs> into the mix. Yeah. No, you know, you, you do, do, like the local, the local scene where there's not the, the glass pools and the cameras. It's just, yeah. just you know, chuck everybody in the pool. It's like, there you go, play hockey. Wait around on the shore for an hour. They'll come back up. Who won? I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I forgot you were playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go, Ryan. I think we covered the, we covered the, the pool. Question. We have question number two. What job? Do you think your parents would have preferred you to have anything other than comedy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah my mum so. wanted me to be a lawyer. Um, she thought, oh, yeah, law was what she wanted me to do. Yeah, my my dad wanted me. She, to be She'd a, met you though, right? So. Yeah, well, oh, she raised me, funnily <laughs> enough. And my dad wanted me to be a plumber. Yeah, because he works in wholesale part, and he knew how much plumbers earned. Yeah, um, I think he realised by the age of five that the fact that I hated mess. There's no way I'm ever going to be a fucking plumber. Yeah, yeah. So, bit, so you never got anywhere close to either of those? Nah. I'll, no, I started law. I did start law at uni, but I switched to economics uh, and yeah. ended up in comedy. There you go. It's a natural progression, yeah, I think. It is. <laughs> Once you figured out, based on the law and the money of the land, how fucked up everything is, all you can do is laugh, really. <laughs> yeah. What about you boys? What? Uh, I feel like my parents would have wanted me to become a teacher because uh, they're both teachers themselves. My oh. sisters are becoming uh, – well, one of them is a teacher. The other one's in the process of becoming one. Um, you are teaching. You're teaching us to laugh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, teaching the world to laugh. I guess so. That's the way I've seen it. But um, did you, Was it just like a, something – was it a temptation or did you just never really – It wasn't even a temptation. No. Like, it's nothing worse than sort did of – Did you go into uni? Or? I did go to uni, but I studied creative writing. So, oh, yeah. 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 Not really qualified to do anything. <laughs> yeah. no, that's cool. Comedy. You could uh, put that on your resume for Steve Smith. Don't worry, I've got a creative yeah. writing credit. Yeah. It's, it's interesting the two different paths, like a lifetime of dedication to the sport of cre- uh, cricket and like a free year arts degree. What <laughs> 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 you, Dave? What? Uh, I think yeah, my dad's an architect, so he probably would have wanted me to be an architect, but... Uh, 
Yeah, not for me. I don't like drawing very much. So well, that's architecture out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I, I always sucked at it. Yeah. Even colouring in, I couldn't do it as a kid. Just so I remember, didn't see I, the appeal. I at one stage thought, you know, when you're a kid and you think you'll do, like I, I used to be either a journalist or an architect, and I used to think I was an architect too. In year nine, we had to do tech drawing. And I realised I have no attention to detail because you've got to use set squares, you've got to draw lines, and I just smudged it everywhere. It'd be just too much effort. Yeah. But now it's all computers, isn't it? Like I you, think so. Yeah. yeah. Your dad would be. We should get your dad on the podcast. <laughs> I'd imagine it's not like you're sitting there sketching. You'd be more like you know. Oh, no, I reckon they still got their easels and their T squares and their set squares and their pencils and stuff. Yeah. Like well, my my dad's old school. Like he he's pretty much retired now. Yeah. So he he still yeah he does sketching. It's too late for him to learn how to use <laughs> yeah, a computer. No, he's, yeah. He's, like, yeah. he's that generation. At yeah. my school, the T square was used exclusively for smashing people's spines. <laughs> 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 no joke. It was like the most painful thing in the world. Oh, and so we didn't. We I think. We used to just use them like to whack across the legs, like they'd do a slap formation. You guys are bastards. <laughs> you used to hit people with T squares. What, what about you? Ron? I used to get it. What, would you, what do you think your parents would like you to have gone on to? I actually don't think they pay that much attention. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think. Uh, oh. I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, let me think. I reckon probably uh, like my dad would have been pretty chuffed if I became a pilot or something. Um, Is he a pilot or? No, he was in the army and then went into small business. He was a news agency owner. I think I might have talked about the news agency in the past. No, you haven't. See, what is this tonight? We're learning 130 episodes. No, I'm sure I've talked about it. You haven't. Because like a news agent used to be my dream job. Like I'd be like, you could just read magazines. All I'll that. say this though. News <laughs> yeah. agencies are usually cranky news agent people. Yeah, you know yeah. why? Because it's getting worse and worse. Like it, they, they, used oh, yeah. to, they used to be like businesses that were really kind of... Um, uh, like they were kind of like a cartel almost. Like they they had the rights to the paper. Well, they used to leave the, the victims' heads on post outside. The- <laughs> yeah. uh, we've been over this. We've been over this. The definition of cartel isn't limited to fucking <laughs> Colombia. Okay. <laughs> so so it, they used to have like legislation protecting their ability to be the only ones to sell the papers, the only ones to sell the magazines, the only ones to have the paper delivery routes. Well, now it's changing too because there's before the legislation that Woolworths will be able to sell lotto tickets. Yeah. And if that happens, it's game over for most of them. Pretty well. Yeah. I think. In Canberra, so, they've just started this weekend. Yeah. So also is your fact, dad still in the news agent? No, no, he's no, he retired now. Yeah. But there's also the issue that no one's bought a magazine since 1996. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I still buy Rolling yeah, Stone every pressing. month. That's actually, it's actually not true, and sorry, it's not very funny, but it's quite interesting. That, <laughs> that, um, it, magazines are going through a renaissance because specialty kind of things that you can pick up and go through, like flip through, they're, they're actually the only thing still selling. Papers are in like... Radical decline. Like anything. Old school yeah, yeah. pornography looks better in print than on oh, screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking the definition <laughs> of the bush the pixels. Comes out more. I tell you, I feel sorry for it. It's Larry Flint. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, yeah. Yeah, but there's a new uh, app in America. It's sort of like a um, Netflix for magazines. Where it's got every yeah, fucking yeah. magazine for a small subscription fee. So how, how are they going to compete with that? But like with well, something like a magazine, it's nice to have it tangibly there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But, but, um, but yeah, that, and, and, and in this modern world, Ben, it's a, it's, a, it's a necessity to have it on your device <laughs> now. There's been a there's been a couple of examples recently. Of magazines just uh, issuing the paper-based thing and just going full digital, yeah. and then six months later going back to print because they're losing money. They were yeah. actually making it by printing. So, yeah, it's 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 not it's certainly not by no means what it used to be, but um, but there's still a space, there's a niche for them. Whereas uh, actual dailies, I think, other than online, nobody's nobody's really buying papers anymore. They're not. Well, yeah, as long as there's waiting rooms, there's going to be magazines. That's right. No, but those <laughs> doctors genuinely bought theirs in 1994. Yeah, that's right. It's a market. What's yeah. Cobain up to now? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Lester? I, I imagine your parents didn't have any hopes really for you. But they just want me to just stop being a leech, and it hasn't occurred yet. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but did you any? any I've had so many jobs. I mean, I'm, I'm now a lawyer, but I mean, fucking, I'm a terrible lawyer. So, <laughs> but so your parents, though, did, would they have had any kind of idea about a job, or do you think? Well, they, they thought would... I was going to be successful because my sister, my younger sister, is like successful. Successful what? So like, she's like a successful version of me and a, a funnier version of me. I don't think that's an occupation. Successful, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, actual studied job. success at yeah, uni. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I studied successful at uni, and uh, well, I, I, I had a. The business degree, and yeah. then it, that turned into nothing. It's still in the original wrapper, and then now... I'll say like an entrepreneur In condition, I think that's worth more yeah, yeah. to employers. Uh, <laughs> I thought it'd be cool to work at Woolworths, stacking shelves for a year. So like, yeah, yeah. Get on, the, get, get on the piss. i got to admit, one of the best jobs I ever had in uni was stacking shelves. Me too, I love it. It's good, because you start when the shop closes... Do it for five hours. And this is the year of podcasts. Thick, you just, what? This is the year of podcasts. It'd be the ultimate oh, job. Oh, it would yeah. be. Like, we, used to, no, we used to have... Because the guy who 
one of the guys was really into music, so he'd make a mixtape, and it was great. So you'd be like, you get there, oh, sweet, new tunes. You'd be lifting stuff, you do it, you finish at midnight. It was great. I used to work in the dairy section at Coogee, work uh, nights, and then Hang just on, like... Oh, of Woolworths? Yeah. <laughs> I thought there's a dairy in Coogee. <laughs> there's a, there's a section of the cows. It's near Dave Warner's house. All my job was picking out crates of milk and putting them on the shelf, like... Music in the ears. Got abs for the first time in my life. Yeah. Pick up chicks walking around the fucking supermarket. No, no, yeah, I doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> no, girls are not going I for the milkman. That is not. <laughs> that, that's real a job to have at a supermarket. I, I didn't. I, I didn't say good chicks. I'm a, little, I'm a little white um, cut off shirt. You know, it was fucking little sick. old ladies are just coming up. <laughs> yeah. Can you give me some milk with a couple of extra days on the date? For sure. I had a stint in a supermarket. <laughs> this was before yeah. I was 60 years old. <laughs> Good I, times. I, I used to work in the supermarket deli, and that wasn't like, that's not the place to be working at. If Have you seen The Wrestler? Yeah, yeah. Is it like Mickey Rock? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent. Did you ever intentionally slice your finger? So you... That never happened, but uh, not my finger. But... <laughs> you slice somebody else's <laughs> yeah, finger? Yeah. It's like, no, it, was, it was strange, just, actually. Just take like, a bit off the bone. Yeah, there. slicing <laughs> was an essential part of our job, but like, me and this other guy got hired at pretty much the same time, and I think it's this weird power play. Our manager didn't teach us how to use the slicer, and we needed her approval. So it was like eight months, and people want stuff sliced all the time. It's a deli. That's pretty wow. really? yeah. like, I think it's she wanted us because we were doing closing shifts and that sort of thing. That's hilarious. You had a little power broker behind the fucking deli counter. Yeah. <laughs> I actually yeah, really? like. The, I actually give more credence to the deli people. It's kind of like a higher echelon to me when I'm shopping. It's like, yeah. um, oh, you're, a de- de- you're a deli snob? No, you, you, you have to sort of, <laughs> they know how to measure things. <laughs> you, have to, you have to sort of wait for them and they've got all this like, fancy food and then they give it to you wrapped. It's like, oh, I, I, yeah. I like yeah. the process. And they, and they kind of they kind of got the authority to negotiate with you. You say, I'll have four kilos of salt. Sausages, uh, 3.8, is that all right? You <laughs> <laughs> get a lot more authority yeah, than any right, other yeah, section. Yeah. <laughs> you get a great sense for like what 500 grams of shaved ham yes, feels yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I, I work in the city, I work near World Square. Coles, it's like a big, big uh, city place, and they've got all the self-service checkouts, right? Yeah. But they've got like more people telling you how to use a self-service than they would actually serving <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's two two people working there per self-service. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Do you know? I reckon the most like depressing job in the supermarket would be would be that uh, that kind of uh, that that stall that they have in there sometimes with somebody giving away free samples. Oh, yeah. Like oh, it's no, a, sales, no. a sales job where they're giving away the free samples. So would you like to... No. <laughs> would you like to... Here, try this delicious thing. Here, what do you think of it? It's really nice. You want to buy... No. <laughs> I'm Make not interested, but I'll have some time. See, yeah. my, um, my wife's cousin, he's a rep for Pringles. Yeah. And so he goes around and sets up the stands and then one day... He had to dress up as Mr. Pringle and hand out chips. Oh. And I went, I'm like, I'm related to Mr. Pringle. This is awesome. <laughs> I've got heaps of free chips. It was quite cool. beat. I had to dress up working at my first uni job of Eagle Boys Pizza as the Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no wonder oh they're out God. of business. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why I'm not well liked. <laughs> there are other reasons. Uh, <laughs> there we go, Ryan. One more question we for have, us. We have one more. Uh, question number three. What's the best birthday party you've ever had or been to? Yeah. Um, best Freddie Mercury, 1988. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he die in 87? <laughs> I know. The best one I ever had was my 28th because it was an I, li- I outlived Kurt Cobain party. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, you get out <laughs> of the 27th club. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I was like, yeah, everyone got... I made a fatal mistake that... No, not fatal because I'm still here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shot glasses. There are two types of shot glasses. The American shot glass is a double shot glass. Australian is a single shot glass. I was doing shots in a double shot glass. Oh, right. I may have passed out at 9.30 at night. <laughs> Just to advise you, you're not compelled to fill it to the top. <laughs> I wasn't pouring. It was the birthday. No, that was a good party. I remember it. Lots of good memories. Yeah, sweet. Got really drunk. Passed out at 9.30. Lots of good memories. Woke up again at 11. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just the last time I was happy, it was... <laughs> 2001 yeah. in London there was like a school disco party Jeez, in the Hammersmith Palais it was fucking really good night yeah, yeah. I thought for a second you were going to go 2001 September 12th it was um, <laughs> it was fucking um, everyone dressed up like, like chicks with their little school outfits and everything it was yeah, really right. good and that was the night you met Jimmy Savile they um, <laughs> they, um, they had uh, 80s music too like you know uh, Mel and Kim yeah, right. Tay, 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 tay. Kim's no longer... Oh, is it... One of them One, of, one of them's deceased, yeah. 
Well then, Good Ben, best oh, party. Or- best party I ever went to. Uh, I think it was the 21st or something, but I wasn't invited. But this um, <laughs> 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 was not too long ago. Uh, Steve Smith's <laughs> funnily enough. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah my, fr- my friend, uh, yeah, he just, he didn't even, like, he got invited and he just said, hey, I'm going to this party. But it was someone I knew from high school, so she obviously didn't invite me. But I had a great time because I knew everybody there. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, f- I didn't talk to her at all because, like, and God you didn't even have to take a present. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, that happened to me one New Year's Eve. My mate said, oh, my mate, his mate Raj is having a party in Bondi. He's going to go. You go, yeah, man. And we, as we get there, he goes, oh, by the way, I don't actually know Raj. I just saw it on Facebook. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but we went in and like, we had an awesome night. Like, everyone's like, oh, how do you know Raj? Oh, yeah, right. He's a good bloke. It was like, it was like one of those million dollar houses. There was pool. There were, and it was just such a good night. And as we're going, I just walk up. It's like a great party. It wasn't a good party. I go, pity I didn't see Raj. He's like, oh, I'm Raj. I'm like, hey. I'm Raj. <laughs> yeah. It was a really fun night. Um, it was a bar tab as well. And it's oh, just, yeah. Good. It's good. Very good. Dave? Uh, I I think I was like 17 or something. My parents went away uh, for a little while. And I just I, I, I had this party at my place and it just got out of control. Don't describe so risky business to us. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Any damage done? Any, anything broken? Or? Yeah, like the place was an absolute... Uh, uh, mess like uh, they the the cops came at some point. Oh, wow, that yeah, did. and they had like a dog squad and stuff. Uh, was there drugs or was it just booze? I think it was just booze. Yeah, pretty much. It was it was good in a way because everyone when the cops came, everyone just ran <laughs> and they left all their alcohol. <laughs> so we had so much uh, like beer and stuff left over for months. It was like the movies when the parents come over. I'm so disappointed in you, David. Did you get in oh. trouble from the folks? Or? I got yeah, yeah, I got in trouble, but they, well, they didn't know until like until my, you offered them one beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, from your supplies, yeah. the, you got a lot of beer in your room. It's like, it's like I'm really, I'm really disappointed in you. Didn't have this party, so we go, no, chill out, Dad. Have a beer. <laughs> have another one. Yeah, getting smashed. No, they um they they only found out because my school called them because uh, this 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 party was on the same night as like a big fundraiser that they'd had for all the parents and ah. so the, the the party got shut down at like 9 30 uh and all these parents got a call to go pick up their kids but right before they donated so the school the jesuit school uh hates when they uh when they don't get their donations <laughs> and so i got in trouble from the school and the school told my parents we lost the science wing because of that part <laughs> 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 oh that's awesome mm-hmm. well there you go boys thanks for coming along now get the final plug in for the show ben and dave go to the factory when uh, September 23rd, fri- uh, Wednesday, September 23rd at 9.30pm, Friday, September 25 at 9.30pm, and Sunday, September 27, 8.30pm. So penciling in the diaries, guys. Tickets are available. Is it fringecomedy.com? That's it, yeah. yeah fringecomedy.com.au, sorry. So grab your tickets to that. Grab a tickets to Ryan's show, Damage Control, which is? Uh, that is on uh, September 29th. October 1st and 3rd at 7pm. Both good shows. Yep, grab them. And while you're at it, head to fringecomedy.com.au. September 12th, we are doing this podcast live at the Factory Theatre. We're in the factory floor. Grab your tickets. <laughs> in the floor. In, in the, let's be on the floor. And, yeah, special guest, Danny Green. You, you have to take <laughs> uh, so, yeah, check it out. Go to, Check out the Fringe Festival if you're in Sydney. If you're not, keep listening to the podcast. Check out comedyonedge.com. I will post. There's a lot of us. So, follow us all on Twitter. I'll put Twitter handles up in the, in the description of the show. Thank you guys for coming along. Thank you for listening. Ryan, hit the music. 